Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Am Lacey Unleashed. And you know what? Today, I'm going to break protocol, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about what's going on in my life, how it's impacting my business, what my thoughts are about it. And you guys are going to listen because this is my podcast, and if you're listening here, um, you come to hear my thoughts. Last week, I can't tell you what I wrote content on because last week seems like a total and complete blur. And if you hear Siri in the background directing me where I'm going to go, I'm in my car headed to a design appointment. And the fact of the matter is, and I don't know if I have mentioned this already, my family is moving. So we are moving. And to give you a bit of feedback on this move, um, I have had a lot of people in my personal life, excuse me, very confused And like, this seems so sudden and those that are like in my immediate family and in my circle know that this move for us is not sudden. It's just something that we've kind of resisted for a long period of time. I want to ask yourself if there's something in your life that you feel like you have resisted for a long period of time. And then you finally get to the point where you're like, you know what, we just have to do this or I just have to do this. And then you come to the other side of it and you're like, man, I wish I would have done that sooner. It wasn't so bad. This move for my family is kind of like that. So the best way I can describe it is we bought the house that I live in, in May of 2018. When we bought this house in May of 2018, we rushed super hard to get into it. We looked at over 40 houses, but we ended up rushing, rushing, rushing the process to move because we were needing to start a home study for a little boy that I had hoped to adopt. He was a little boy that was in Maylee's foster home. I felt a deep and immediate connection to him when I traveled to get Maylee in November, in August of 2017. I helped facilitate getting his file set up and Christopher and I were full speed ahead trying to adopt him. And it, it, for lack of a better word, it didn't, it didn't turn out. Um, I am friends with his now mom on Facebook, which sometimes is hard for me still, even all of these years later. But the reality is we bought this home and it fit our family at the time and our family being myself, Christopher, our little girl, Maylee, and the impending adoption of a little boy that was about three months older than Maylee. Flash forward about a year and a half later, we started realizing that the location of our home was not super optimal to get as close to services for Maylee ABA wise. Um, she, I was driving at one point almost four hours a day to get her to and from school because there were no services near her and near where we live. Finally, we got some services that were closer and, you know, we were able to stay because May Lee's school was just down the road, but then we adopted Liana and I can tell you the number one question that was asked to me in 2019 when we were adopting Liana was, what are you going to do about your two-story house? And at the time, it really, really bothered me that all people wanted to ask me about was what we were going to do with our house because my response really was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Just not adopt her? 
like, oh, sorry, little girl that I feel called to bring into my family. We can't adopt you because we live in a two-story house and I'm not willing to figure that the F out. So you're just going to have to stay not adoptable because I'm not willing to figure that out. I felt like that sounded really stupid and all of the people that told me like, oh, but what are you going to do with your house? I just adopted this attitude like, I don't know what we're going to do with our house, but we will cross that bridge when we get there. And to be honest, we have been crossing this bridge um, for since uh, probably like September of 2020 was really when we started to realize that the bridge that we needed to cross, which was to figure out what to do about having a child that's in a wheelchair in a two-story house, we started really feeling out that this was something we were going to have to figure out two years ago. Well, unfortunately, with the pandemic and life and my father getting terminal cancer and ultimately going through a 13-month fight um, with cancer, life just sort of happened. And we attempted to move last March and it didn't work out. Um, We put an offer in on a home, but because we had not done our 2021 taxes, there was a holdup with some of the financing. And so we actually had to back out of the home sale. We could buy the house, but as you know, when you're doing a home purchase, they want all of your information current and we needed to file our taxes. And we just, in the market, the way the market was last year, we just didn't have enough time. So we had to back out of a home purchase last year. And then in May and June of last year, our neighborhood was selling houses so fast. um, People were listing like crazy. Anything that came on the market was gone inside of three days for $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 over asking. And we really considered selling last summer and finding an interim place. Unfortunately, last summer was when my dad's cancer really kicked into high gear. He was put into hospice care. I was driving multiple times a week across the city to be with my mom and to support my dad and be there. And we didn't think, I don't know how many times Christopher and I looked at each other and we're like, I don't think adding in a home sale and purchase into this craziness um, makes sense. So we stayed. And then it was winter And, you know, my dad passed away in September and it's been winter and we kind of sat and looked at each other at the beginning of the year and we realized that truly we weren't going to have much of a choice for very much longer. And when I say we weren't going to have much of a choice, I have a daughter that is almost 10 years old. She'll be 10 next week who spends a lot of time crawling. And when I say crawling, I mean like crawling, like a baby that is not even a year old around my house because our house is not wheelchair or walker accessible. It just wasn't laid out that way. Um, Additionally, Liana is getting bigger and the only person that can confidently carry her upstairs is my husband. And... We've had to take a step back from physical therapy in order to get her um, focused and on track in school. So it's kind of one of those things where we feel like we're always robbing Peter to pay Paul when it comes to Leanna and her care. 
if we're focusing on her academics to get her up to speed when it comes to academics, we're pulling away from some of the physical therapy resources. If we give her more time with physical therapy, we pull away from the academics. So it really is a very delicate balancing act that we are having to play. On top of the fact that we are staring down a deadline with May Lee's school that's coming either in April or October where she is no longer going to be eligible to receive services through our insurance, which is going to force us to put her either in a private school for children with autism, which runs twenty-five dollars to $40,000 a year, or to put her in public school. And the public school that accepts children like May Lee in our district is actually about 35 minutes away. So it is not close. So we sat and looked at all of these things together and we realized that we were gonna need to make a decision. And the decision was made. And the, ma- the decision that was made was that we would move but we also really needed to find a house that fit our family. And what this means is it can't just be a house with enough bedrooms. It can't be just a house with enough space. It has to be a house that actually has a layout that is conducive to a child that is growing, that is going to need space to operate a walker, and crutches and a wheelchair, whatever she's going to need to use, um, you know, depending on how she develops. And finding the right home for us is hard. We live in greater Houston and to find something that's close to the girls' schools, Leanna is very happy in her school. We wanna keep her there, so we had to find something that was near her school. We wanna find something that is near my mom because my mom is here and she's recently widowed and we spend quite a bit of time with her. And so this has turned out to be a really difficult task, but we found a home. It's not quite done being built. And I'm actually right now on my way to a design meeting to pick out things for this home. And um, the next step is to list our house. And the market is quite a bit changed. It has changed quite a bit. And there's a lot of uncertainty as we go through this process. And I wanna tell you guys that that uncertainty has lived in my body heavier than uncertainty lived in my body during the period of time when we were going through my dad's transition. Because I can tell you, there came a point at the beginning of last year, the beginning of 2022, where I knew that my dad was not going to be here much longer. I knew that my dad was not going to be here much longer. And there was a part of me, even through all of the hard, that began to accept and knew ultimately where we were headed. And there was mental preparation that happened for that over months and months and months. It didn't mean that it wasn't hard. It didn't mean that it wasn't, you know, emotionally exhausting at times. It just meant that I knew that he was going to pass on. I knew he was going to go to heaven. I knew I had time to talk to him about all of the things that I wanted to talk to him about. I knew that I needed to spend time, you know, really focusing in on every single moment, but I ultimately knew where it was heading. And with this process, with our home, there's so much that's unknown. 
I know that we have incredible realtors. I know that my husband and I have worked our asses off over the last week to get our house ready to have photos taken. I know that we have already hired people to come in and do some things to make sure it shows really well. I know that we were doing all of those things, but ultimately I have no idea how this is actually going to pan out in the next month to six to eight weeks, hopefully. And that's taken up residence inside my body. And what I can tell you is it's impossible to extract the unknown of that from my business, but I have an opportunity again to learn and lean in and recognize what I need to do inside of my business to support myself during this period of time where there's so much unknown. And the reason why I'm talking to you guys about this today is, and I've said this to clients, I've said this to social media, and I'm saying this again, your life is never going to stop for your business. Your life is never going to be completely optimal for business. There will never be a completely optimal time for growth. There will never be a completely optimal time to learn a new skill. There will never be a completely optimal time for anything. The work that you have to do is recognizing that you get to do this job, you get to build your business regardless of what's going on inside of your life. And your job is to become the person that can hold your life and hold your business at the same time. This is why I believe in mentorship. Because I can tell you right now, as I'm holding all of this, you can bet your bottom dollar I need both of my private mentors to hold space for me. Because it is a lot. And I'm navigating a lot of different things that come up. It is my job to be supported. It is my job to keep the business growing and going no matter what. It is my job to stay in it even though life is unknown and life is happening. I know this. Going back to the beginning of this story, I stayed in the adoption process even through two failed adoptions. We had another failed adoption after the little boy that we tried to adopt. I stayed in the process. Why? Because ultimately I knew that we would end up adopting Liana. I could have quit both of those times. It was, it was grueling and so hard. I cried so many tears, but I stayed in it because I believed in it. There have been so many times in my life outside of my business that I have been challenged to stay in even when it's hard. My very first Ironman that I cannot believe it's going to be 10 years in December since I did my first Ironman triathlon. I stayed in even when the winds coming against me on the bicycle were so strong. It felt like I was moving backwards. I stayed in. I stayed in even during the marathon that I ran during that race where I was pooping on the side of the road in Mexico just trying to get to the finish line. I stayed in. I mentally accepted that it was going to be hard and I mentally accepted that I was the person that was going to be able to do that. And so I've demonstrated through acts 
inside my life over and over and over again that I can stay in even when it's hard. I've proven to myself to be somebody that stays in even when it's hard. And this situation is no different. It's hard not knowing exactly how our home sale is going to pan out. It's hard not knowing when an offer is going to come, how, what the timeline of us moving with. We have two special needs kids. It is extremely stressful doing anything with them, let alone moving. It is extremely frustrating to not know exactly how this is going to pan out and know that it's going to affect my children. It's already affecting my children, even though this is the best thing for them. It's already creating anxiety. I'm doing my best to handle my own anxiety because I don't want it to go on them. I know that this is hard and this is just another opportunity for me to prove it. So my question is, if you own a business, if you're a coach, where is your opportunity to prove it? Where is your opportunity to embody what you tell your own clients to do, to figure it out, to stay the course when it's hard, to keep supported? Where is that in you? I know where mine is. I know that I am going to stay in no matter what, even though it's hard, even though this is unknown, my job is to stay in. So my question for you is, where are you going to prove it? I hope that this message reaches somebody. I am almost to my appointment. I just felt like this was the message that needed to be shared. Thank you guys. I will talk to you next week.